When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if you have really picked up what's happening. The far right is doing the wrong thing. The far left is doing nothing. I mean, the silence, I don't believe the silence that I'm hearing. These are people in need of services. And I am not hearing from the two ends of the spectrum. Far right is doing what's wrong. Far left is doing nothing at all. It is time for us to address this in a unified um, way. And that's what we're doing, this administration is doing, and we should not be doing it. I just don't know what the hell he's talking about. What is the far right? I guess I'm on the far right because I agree with what Ron DeSantis and Governor Abbott are doing. That makes me, me, uh, I'm on the far right. I'm, I'm not even close to the far right. What is he talking about? That's all now? If you agree, you're far right. If you disagree, you're far left. Hey, Eric. Do us all a favor. Show a set of balls once. Stop being a coward. Well, you're not a coward. I know what you are. You're a politician, and you've got a D in front of your name, and it's not douchebag, it's Democrat, although for you it's both. And you just want to advance and make your chances better to one day live in the White House. I get it. You don't care about this city. You don't care about me or Peter King or Pete Morgan or Macedonia. Bill, you don't care. You want to look good on TV. You want to try to appease the right a little, the left a lot. And in the meantime, the city is crumbling right around you. You bitch about the migrants and you love the migrants and you want to help the migrants, but it's not your job. And I mean, Eric, what do you do? The right, left, the far right, and the far. What does that mean, the far right? I'm on the right. I'm not far right. I know know what's going on. It's Biden's policies, Eric. Biden's policies. Not DeSantis, not Abbott, not white supremacy, which doesn't exist. Anyway, my next guest is a, um, well, he's even a better human being than he was a politician. And he was a congressman for like 40 years. And he basically ran the uh, Homeland Security and did all that stuff. Now he's a superstar on this station. In fact, I believe he's filling in alongside John Katzmatidis for me tomorrow. The Rosenberg family loves him, the great Peter King. Good morning, Peter. How are you, pal? Good morning, Sid, and I wish you all the blessings of tomorrow. And uh, we're not trying to be humorous about this at all. I know you have, you have to spend all the time atoning for your sins. <clears throat> if you have a spare minute in the day by the time you finish atoning, you know, put in a good word for me with the Lord, please. But I don't know it's... if you have the time. I mean, you may go on. Uh, by the way, I, I, are you ever coming back? You just think, you know, once you start atoning, I don't know when you stop. Oh, God, it does seem like one day is not enough for me. You're right. And then they have something called Tashlich, where you take like a piece of bread, Peter, and you throw it into a body of water. And that kind of represents you throwing out, you know, your sins. And I used to go down to the the lake, Kanyanga Lake in upstate New York, and my dad was still alive, with a piece of bread. And uh, my buddies would say, maybe you need a loaf. Maybe a bake shop. Right, exactly, Pete. Well, anyway, uh, thank you for those uh, very, very kind words, uh, Peter King. But getting back to how I introduced you, playing that Eric yeah. Adams cut, 
I mean, he does. Biden does the same thing. Biden, everybody's MAGA. Well, what does that mean? I, I'm a regular guy. I'm not far right. I'm not MAGA. But I agree with the governors in Florida and Texas, and I can't stand Biden's policies. And Eric Adams talking a lot but doing nothing about it. So what is he talking about, Eric Adams? It, you know, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, first of all, uh, this was caused by Joe Biden. The MAGA, the right wing, the far right, nobody had anything to do with the breakdown of border security. Donald Trump had that under control. It was Joe Biden during the campaign basically encouraging everyone, you know, if I'm elected, come across the border. And they've broken down the uh, uh, you know, border restrictions that are coming in and in incredibly large numbers. The country can't absorb it. So how does that become a right wing problem? And Eric Adams, you know, he's, he's uniquely positioned two ways. One, criminal justice system is breaking down in the state. He is, again, a national celebrity, whether you like him or not. He should be up in Albany demanding Kathy Hochul straight out criminal justice. He should be down in Washington demanding that Joe Biden stop what, you know, the nonsense is, not the nonsense, the dangerous situation that's resulted not just at the border itself, not just in Texas and Arizona and New Mexico, but across the country. I mean, this is having an impact everywhere. And again, I saw what happened several years ago when we had this on Long Island with MS-13. And so this is a this isn't just some emotional issue. This is for real. And Eric Adams is uniquely he's in a unique position, being the mayor of New York, being the first, uh, you know, being the African American mayor, the former cop, all of these things. Uh, he can get the national uh, bully pulpit, and he should be blessing away at Biden, blessing away at Kathy Hochul, making a name for himself. If he wants a name, that's one way he can get it. But plus. It can help get the job done. But to be say it's the far right and the far left, well, that means nothing. That means it's nothing. everybody's fault. Right. You can't do anything about it. Right. Like like uh, my relatives that go, well, I don't know if I'm going to vote because I hate the right and I hate the left. I'm like, really? There's a, there's a kid in a cave in Afghanistan right now with a gun who's scared to death, and you're going to say that? If you hate both sides, you got to find which side you hate more. And vote for the right. other side. But figure it out. Don't tell me both sides suck. Right, left, far left, far right. Eric, like Pete just said. And you're right. You're right. He is a celebrity. He is the third black mayor. He dresses nice. He's a former cop. He's here in New York City. He's on TV every day. CNN, MSNBC, not Fox News, by the way. But all these stations. So he is in a unique position to really do something. But it is clear every day that that D in front of his name still is the motivating factor more than the people of this city. Yeah, and again, we see it here at home with, you know, with Kathy Hulk. He goes to Albany, he, he asks for this, he asks for that to straighten out the you know, bail reform, all of the uh, craziness that's going on with the uh, crime in the state. And they say no when he comes back home. I mean, he should be up there, he should be camping out, he should be blasting away at them, right. blasting away at Stuart Cousins, blasting away at Hasty, blasting away at Kathy Hulk. And he's in a position now... You know, with the election coming up, he could hold back his support. He could uh, put pressure on the Democrats. You know, once November go- uh, leaves, then, you know, you lose a lot of that uh, clout that he would have had normally. He's in a position now to really try to get things done. He should do it. Yep. And, uh, you know, despite what you might think or I might think, he does have a certain following, and he should use that following. Otherwise, you know, the longer it goes on, you know, the longer crime goes up, the longer people feel he's not getting the job done, then he loses that celebrity status. But he has it now. And he's got he's got to take much better use of it than he can than he has up to now. Talking about wasted celebrity status, our vice president, I, I just don't know what to say anymore. You know, I know how she got the job, the mayor of San Francisco, the whole deal. 
Um, then she comes out. She basically calls Joe Biden a racist during that first debate, the whole busing right. deal. Then he gives her that position of vice president. Then he makes her the borders are. The border's gotten a hundred times worse. She says the border is secure. Two weeks ago, she flat out lied. And then after a national tragedy, Mother Nature national tragedy, she's looking for FEMA to take care of black people first. One of the most racist comments I've ever heard. When you heard that, Pete, what were you thinking? That she has lost touch with reality and that uh, down deep there is this instinctive uh, racism she has. Uh, not even, I don't know if it's racism. It's the idea that just falling back on, on the, uh, the race card. No matter what it is, it, it comes down to race. If you're going after crime, it's because you're racist. If you're going after uh, uh, poor housing, you're racist. If you want to secure the border, you're racist. They just fall back on that all the time. And for her to even think of that, I mean, she's the only one I know is even talking that way. I mean, this is a, so this shows there's something down deep with her. She has this, and it really, to me, disqualifies her from any type of national position. Uh, and, uh, you know, she makes it's what Listen, we can all make mistakes, but constant, constantly making mistakes. But there's one theme that seems to run through it all, and that's to play the race card. Right, 100%. So what do you think, uh, Peter? You're a guy that's used to um, disasters, homeland security, not, not, uh, not uh, you know, uh, national uh, disasters, natural disasters, I should say. But you're used to times like this. How do you think Ron DeSantis did? Down in Florida. He's doing very well. Actually, Homeland Security does have jurisdiction over uh, uh, the uh, natural disasters. So I came in right after Katrina. In fact, I was uh, elected chairman on a Thursday. And that weekend, I was down in uh, uh, Louisiana and Mississippi. That's uh, right. That's right. You were there. Yes. Yeah. And uh, no, listen, uh, there's a real role for the government to play. Federal government has a a real obligation, but it's really up to the... uh, the day-to-day operations is up to the mayors and the governor. I think Ron DeSantis is doing an excellent job. He's on top of it. He's talking to the people continually. Uh, and listen, they're going to find this went wrong, that went wrong. I think it backfires if you try to take cheap advantage of a natural disaster. And I think right now, Ron DeSantis, is, people can see that he's doing the job. He prepared as well as he could. They're adapting now as well as they can. They're, uh, again, trying to get all the help and assistance in there. So I... I, I I think he's doing an excellent job. I really do. How about Joe Biden? Joe Biden comes out and he praises this Coast Guard swimmer for all of his heroic rescue work down in Florida. The guy, it's not even funny. The guy is set to be fired over Biden's ridiculous vaccine mandate. So, again, Joe Biden lying. I basically grew up in a Puerto Rican community. Not true. There's like 2,000 Puerto Ricans. That's it. You know, going on and on, flubbing left and right. And now he actually points out this one specific person, and this person is set to be fired. How embarrassing is that again for Joe Biden? This is almost like when he had the big White House celebration to uh, uh, celebrate how great the economy was and how he signed this uh, legislation while he's doing that. The other half of the screen is showing how uh, uh, you know, Dow Jones was collapsing. Like the longer he spoke, you know, that the, is that uh, is a gra- that Jones is that's a great analogy. You're right. Yeah. The Dow Jones was down twelve hundred points to be specific when he was beating his chest about that ridiculous inflation reduction bill. That is a great great analogy, Pete. Yeah, and he uh, again, it's uh, again, anyone can make mistakes, but he makes so many of them. So, and this whole thing. Well, he, he puts himself into the middle of it all. He was the guy that was arrested with Nelson Mandela. 
and now he's a Puerto Rican, or he grew up in Puerto Ricans. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's always him somehow that he's in the middle of this. Talk about like a Walter Mitty type concept. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't figure him out. I mean, it's. Uh, but I was going to go on today and tell you, and this is actually true. This Hispanic Day that the island off the coast of Ireland that my family uh, came from uh, was actually conquered by the Spaniards like 600 years ago. So we're supposed to have Spanish blood. But I'm almost afraid to say it because I sound like Joe Biden saying <laughs> I, you know, they, that I grew up in Puerto Ricans. So I don't know. But that's a true story, what you just said. At least that's true. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. totally true. Yeah, in fact, you even have the ancient ruins on the island. They're all like Spanish buildings, Spanish architecture. Yeah, it is. And uh, uh, it's uh, Don, I think it was Don, Don Carlos, the... Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Don Bosco is the guy that actually conquered the island. And uh, so I guess all these Spanish sailors found the Irish women attractive. I don't know. <laughs> they probably did, yes. So uh, on the way out, uh, the Siena Paul, I guess it's in a, a specific district now, according to Frankie Diaz with an E. But uh, I guess that same poll had Zeldin down about 17 points not that long ago. Lee came on the show with me and ripped the poll. But today, the poll has him up a couple of points. So I'm not sure Lee will rip it today. But in all seriousness, these polls, you can't really trust any of them, any of them. But uh, if you're looking to be optimistic about the Zeldin race, can you use that Siena poll today? You can. I would rely more on polls by John McLaughlin. John was my pollster. I know he's doing some work for Lee. His numbers are always the most accurate because John is able to gauge where the intensity is. Uh, it's not just take the numbers of how many Republicans, how many Democrats. It's to show trends, to show how strongly they feel, who's going to come out on Election Day, who's not. And so, Sienna, I, I don't know what kind of sampling they're using. The fact that they were so far off within a week or two, I, I wouldn't rely on that. Listen, if I were Lee, I'd be relying on it. But as a, as a practical matter, I'd be relying more on people like John McLaughlin. And John has said to me that this is a four- or five-point race with all the momentum going Lee's way. But let me make another point. I was listening to the whole discussion with Curtis Slewa. You know, I, I, I do spend a lot of time at WABC, and I'm starting to think like the only really normal people are Joe Nolan and Jeff Valentine. I know you guys. <laughs> Macedonia Phil, you know, Rafino. I mean, you go to the whole group of them. You know, Justin, you. I mean, and then Curtis. They should charge some rent. I've never been in that, in that studio on the second floor where Curtis is either sleeping in one room, hanging out in another, walking the hallways. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, he's then, crazy. Uh, he's crazy. It was worse at the old address at the Madison Square Garden. He, you're like, oh, he had like two offices he took up there, Pete. But yeah, now that you brought him up, because he's going to yell and scream about me all afternoon. If you listen to Curtis, 12, 15 to 1, he's coming after me because I, uh, I guess I'm friends with Joe Borelli. I side with Joe Borelli. But in all seriousness, the idea of putting these migrants on a cruise ship on Staten Island instead of walking around the neighborhoods and parks in fancy hotels. Not a terrible idea, is it? No, it's not. To me, it makes sense. And uh, to me, you know, uh, Joe Borelli has been an outstanding leader considering how he's outnumbered. He really is able to, and there's a guy who's able to maximize his leverage, and he, he gets it done. To me, Joe is outstanding. Great. And, and you said, though, Curtis is New York. So the two good guys, uh, Curtis takes a lot of this stuff personally. But uh, really, you guys should be so happy you have Joe Nolan and Deb Valentine there. It's the morning crowd. One is crazy than the other. I hate to offend anybody, and I really don't mean it personally, but you're all psychos. Oh, there's no question about it. We're going to bring some sanity to the studio tomorrow when you have John Katsimatidis, Peter King, 
uh, Deb Valentine and Joe Nolan working together because I've uh, told these psychos to stay home with me. So I uh, I love the wow. fact, <laughs> I love the fact that you came on today. Being I'm off tomorrow, I also love the fact you're here for me with John coming up tomorrow. You're a great American, a dear friend. You're great on the radio. I love you. Thank you, Pete. And I wish you all the best tomorrow. I really do. Thank you, buddy. The absolute best. There he is, Congressman Peter King. He'll be here tomorrow with John Katsimatidis, keeping you informed and entertained for four hours. Couldn't pick a better guy. 